It's a new week on the Chop Up, and on this episode, we jump into the explosive conversation that has dominated our attention for the last week. Now that we know who sent those bombs to Democratic leaders across the country, and we've seen the shootings in Pittsburgh, are we ready to admit that this is not a drill? Then we slide into the XX excuses that we tend to give artists like Triple X Tentacion, who admits that he threatened his girlfriend and abused her so terribly that she was fearing for her life after seeing him stab eight people. People like Kodak Black, people like Chris Brown, we seem to give the best excuses for doing the worst things. So let's talk about that and then ask ourselves about some of these adult friendships we have. What's a buddy, what's a friend without a sandbox or a classroom to meet them in? As adults, we have to figure out how to make friends and how to sustain healthy relationships beyond just our family. So what are we doing to cope with the difficulty building adult relationships? You know we got them jams coming from artists by the name of Dash as well as a producer by the name of Scout. Tune in, plug in, lock in. This is the chopper. This is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically cause on the mic, on the phone, we gonna have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media and you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place and Say I was Cam G, the coolest Had to reel you in if you never knew us Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers And this is a recording where no one can do it live This is the chop up This is the chop up Hey yo, what's good? This is the chop up I am Damo, the political plug Here with Toya G What's going down, what's going down? My man's G Lee was really real. And definitely shout out to the boy Cam. Yeah, Cam G. We are here back discussing all the important information, news, dialogue of the day. All of that. You feel me? How y'all feeling? I'm good. All that, all that, all that, all that. <laughs> man, we got some heat today, man. So, you I, know. Yeah, uh, I got to This is the disclaimer. Definitely. The show is going to be dope, but I got a question y'all for y'all before we jump in. I just need a straightforward answer. I need y'all's decision, all right? So, Y'all know Chris Paul, Rondo, Brandon Ingram, <laughs> the whole spit gate situation. Yeah. Real quick, it's one of three scenarios on the table. Scenario number one, Rondo had in a mouth guard. He was trying to holler at the mans. Uh, Chris Paul, Chris Paul got upset. He, they going back and forth. Mouth guard in his mouth, he's trying to talk, accidentally spits on him. And then Chris Paul goes, put his finger in his face. They start fighting. Scenario number two, right, is... Rondo intentionally spit on this man. Like, got some some loogie, got some spit, got some got some nerve, rolled up in his mouth, and pop, pop Chris Paul in the face. Scenario number three, Carmelo Anthony did it all along. You know, he <laughs> way taller than both of these niggas. He was talking, trying to argue, whatever. It's whole video breakdowns. Okay. And they saying, they saying Melo just spit on that nigga face, and as a result, Carmelo, I'm sorry, uh, Chris Paul went pointing his finger in uh, Rondo's face, and they all explode. What's your vote? A, B, or C? Which which scenario is true? We need to resolve this. All right, that's, that's the uh, definitely B. Definitely B. He spit on him on purpose. Listen, really? listen. Okay, as as the as the Laker fan, as the resident Laker fan, sure, you gotta go with A. The the man, as he explained, he had a mouthpiece in. Yeah. He was about to spit his mouthpiece out to say, "Get the fuck out my, my face." face. <laughs> that's what he said. You, which makes sense. There wasn't no big loogie. It was just a little a, a spittle. It was a spittle. He didn't mean to do that. It was an accident. 
He probably was being reckless either way. I ain't never heard but, of spittable. Yeah, I, 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 I spit up before, but I ain't because, heard nobody. Because to be for real, let's let's be real. If if he really spit in Chris Paul's face, do you really think all, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you all you you really think all Chris Paul would have did is put his finger in his face? Right. If he really spit, like if he really caught did, all, did you read Chris Paul's lips when he put his finger in his face? He yeah. said, if he ever spit in my mother, basically, like, he, that's what he wanted Bruh, to say. listen, I, I know, I know, but it, it, but it, to be, uh, let's be real, Chris Paul, he, 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 he extra, okay? Like, he got, he got that good guy image, right. but when you, when you look at the reports and you see what type of dude Chris Paul, Man, really is. Not, he's been, he's been I, said to I, be I, a cancer in the locker room. Too. Hey, so, yeah. You said what, Lee? But, uh, I actually agree with you on that, you know what I'm saying, in terms of, yeah, Chris Powell, you feel me, he, he, he got, he got, he, he very dualistic, he got some ways, they show us one way, and then maybe another way, I can dig that, but in terms of Chris Powell, I mean, Rondo accidentally spitting on Chris Powell, and Chris Powell addressing it, and Rondo's response is punching him in the face, that's not wild, come on now. I mean, hey, listen, George, are you gonna let a man... Take his index finger and put it in your and face. shove it into your face, and then when you knock his head, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp was saying Rondo was supposed to punch that man. Yeah, straight jaw. I'm gonna skip on this one, man. I'm skip. I'm gonna skip. All right, all right. He, he, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you, Damo. You know what I'm saying, Toy? I know. Hey, don't don't put your hand in my face, but don't spit on me either. I just was like, it was actually, yeah. I just, all right. So, so to be clear. So nobody thinks Melo had nothing to do with this. Nah. Okay. <laughs> when so, you look nah, at it, you can't, can't blame Melo for this one, man. Okay. <laughs> you can blame him for a lot, but you can't blame him for this. All right. You so, can't blame him for this one. And then you saying you, Dominique, are saying scenario number one, scenario hey. A. Yes. Which is that it was an accident. It was accident. Chris Paul, Paul got extra about it and got socked. Now he did get that two piece in though. Right. <laughs> We're not gonna play Chris Paul. He did get that two piece in. I mean, but Rondo, I don't know. I, I'm a Rondo fan, so it kind of is what it is. George Lilo thinks that it was scenario number two B, right? Which yeah, is, I think it was scenario. I think it was scenario two, definitely. Yeah. I think I feel like every, every time I see the replay, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I don't, I don't buy this. I don't buy this, this. This mouthpiece explanation that Rondo's selling. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you know, shit. Ter- interpretations always vary, and you know what I'm saying. I guess you feel me. That's how that's what happened. We all get to make our own interpretation. I feel like they made shot spit on him purposely. And shit, niggas gonna fight behind it every day of the week. Yeah, hey, but this is this is the way I think about it though, bro. They only got what? At most, Brandon Ingram got three games. Chris, no, Chris, Chris Paul got, got what? Two got games. Five. He got five games, didn't he? Yeah, I mean four. Yeah, it was like four, three, two. Chris Paul got two, Rondo got three, and Brandon Ingram got four. You know, it's it's that that that's a slap on the wrist, really. You know, so but at the end of the day, it's what what really besides all of that, what really stand out the most to me is LeBron being all hugged up with Chris Paul. Now, listen, I get it. That's his man's. They cool, but as a Laker fan, you feel me? Oh yeah. I mean, I it's it it it's. I guess I'm not upset about it, but it's like it's LeBron. Like it's just like okay, that's man, LeBron as to me. I guess I'm friendly in this one. It's like, hey, he, he, he going to be a Laker for four years. You know what I'm saying? We definitely know that. It's the only thing we know definitely his relationship with the Lakers. Yeah. Shit, he been messing with Chris Paul before he was a Laker, and probably after he going to be a Laker. Yeah, and that's cool. And and, and and they can do all of that outside of Staples. They can do all of that? Nah, man. Nah, I feel like, man, if me and you playing pick-up basketball, folks, and you playing on another team, 
even if you're playing in a tournament, you know what I'm saying? We playing this in Gonzaga. They put you on three tournament with a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right. Fam, if you get in a skirmish with a, you know what I'm saying, with a nigga, fam, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm gonna make sure you straight. You yeah. feel me? I don't care if it's a hundred thousand. You my man. You feel me? This other dude might play on the same team, but I don't rock with him like I rock with you. I feel it's, you. It is what it is. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? And if he, and if he take any lawyer, this lawyer to me, then shit, I feel you. That's his fault. Yeah, I feel you. Well. Go ahead and get straight into it. You feel me? We're going to go ahead and start today with that political chop. <laughs> now, Toya G. Dominique Baker. I, I got to know. Have you heard people sending bombs to Barack Obama? They sending bombs to Maxine Waters, the Clintons? Today. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, I couldn't escape that news. It's been over everything that I've, I've looked at any news from. My phone started jerking, I think, 6, 7 o'clock this morning talking about these bombs. And it's I think the craziest part about it is that it's so many of them. Somebody is big mad. And I definitely think, I mean, they're doing, because I was listening to NPR on the way in coming from doing my laundry. And I definitely think they're about to, you know, this investigation they're doing is, is about to Hold be on, crazy. so how many bombs right now? So far, how many bombs? Have I mean, been? let me see. The Clintons, Maxine Waters. George Soros. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama. So at least five, I think. Four or five. Yeah. All over the East Coast. Oh, it's CNN. Oh, yeah. CNN, New York yeah. office or whatever. Yeah. Got evacuated. Yeah. While they was on the air. Yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's just been a whole crazy situation. And, and, and it's funny because um, I think it was Director uh, Brennan, ex uh, or ex-Director Brennan of the CIA. Yeah. Uh, he actually, I think he's an NBC contributor. Who sometimes you know appears on CNN, but they uh, they sent the 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 message or the bomb that was sent was directed to him. Uh, of course, someone who's been a vocal opponent of the president. Yeah. Um. But, <clears throat> George. How I you mean, know? hey, check this out, man. I ain't I ain't trying to be you know what I'm saying devil's advocate too much. You feel me? But did you say Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama? Yeah, bro. That's what you said, right? Yeah, bro. Okay. Hey, they they, they responsible for sending a whole bunch of bombs globally. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I hate, I hate to be that nigga, bro, to say this, man. For and <clears throat> sir. But shit, the chickens might have just came home to roost, man. And I ain't wishing death on nobody. But it is a fact that shit, as 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 the authority of Barack Obama as being the president, he authorized a whole bunch of damn drone strikes. You know what I'm saying? And hey, Hillary Clinton. She a part of that, you feel me? And you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I know for a fact, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the more than likely the culprits behind, you know what I'm saying, who who's sending these bombs to these, you know what I'm saying, these liberals to these Democrats is probably like some some extreme right, you know what I'm saying, redneck from, you know what I mean, backwoods of South Carolina, some shit like that, you feel me? Yeah. But either way it go. L- listen, listen, I I get it, right? Okay. That's the that's the criticism. You feel me? I mean, that's the reality, actually. I don't even know what I'm saying. Criticism. Yeah, that's, yeah, the that's the reality. That's the reality. You know what I mean? Uh, democracy of democracy. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's definitely the reality of the situation. But what I think more so is, it, while it, while the chickens may be coming home to roost, I do feel as if, and please correct me if, if, if I'm wrong or point out where I'm telling a lie. Sure. Uh, I do feel that white people, these type of white people being emboldened, to do these type of violent acts, 
will spill out more to local areas and local communities. So, <clears throat> I mean, this is where they start, right? The whole point of it is, and if you look at the reports, they was talking about how the way that it was done, they wanted people to find these bombs. They wanted, they want people to know that, like, we, who we targeting, right. who we don't like, and we can get to you if we want to, right? It's a fear campaign. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, bro, it's, it, like, you got you. It's I, dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's dangerous. It's, you, you're damn right. It's dangerous, and it was dangerous when they was killing all them folks. You know what I'm saying? In Afghanistan and Iran and all where they were dropping them bombs. You feel yeah, me? bro. And I'm not trying to justify. You know what I'm saying? With the bombs coming there, I just think it is. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna forget that while we're talking about Look, bombs. Listen. We're not gonna forget the, uh, the the bombs that have been. You know what I'm saying? Place. You feel okay. So okay. We, so, so we're gonna count for both of them. Okay, peace, love, and George. But like, but 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 listen, but I don't have to defend. I don't have to defend Barack Obama to say that white people being emboldened to commit wild acts of violence is a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? That we need yeah. to be thinking about critically. We, I don't need to hey, do that. You feel me? Hey, I can walk and chew gum. I can, I can walk and chew gum too. Obviously, you can. can. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and white folks, you know what I'm saying, having the the the, the courage and audacity to do some more crazy shit they used to do in the '60s. I, that's that's wild. Hey, that's, well, obviously that's, you struggling, that's crazy, bro. You struggling? That is an effect. You know what I'm saying? You're struggling. You're struggling because if you could walk and chew gum at the same time, it wouldn't be no. But what about? Because but what about a, is a distraction? It's not a but what? No, no, that's it not is. It is. No, no, that was an end. Nah, ain't no end. Because it ain't this relevant. End, I count for this too. It ain't relevant. It, it ain't relevant. Is relevant. No, it's not. It's not relevant right now. I mean, what you 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 have a you have a criticism of U.S. imperialism. Great. You feel me? But we dealing with we dealing it's with what it's what Barack Obama authorized as a person. It's not like that's you what know, Barack Obama. Barack Obama only had the ability to authorize it as far as far as he as as as, as far as he was the president of the United States, bro. That ain't got listen. Yes. When Billy Bob and them, you in Oklahoma. When Billy yeah. Bob and them, when Billy Bob and them around the corner start feeling more comfortable, you feel me? That ain't got nothing to do with Obama. You feel Man, me? I, when when I, Billy I, Bob and them, I, like you, that's what I'm saying. Place like Oklahoma. Man, them crackers is gonna do that anyway. Mm. Like, I mean, that's you know I'm, with you, I'm with you. I'm with you. I ain't going. I, I am with you. I am. I am with you. I am with you. And we still can account for you. Feel me? You know, hey, they nah, bombed hey, all these hey, children. Hey, you first on the chop up. You hey. know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I didn't thought right about here. it, right? I didn't thought about it, right? What if what if it was Democrats? Like, what if it was some, like, far... Like, what if it was Antifa? You know what I'm saying? They want it, like, right before the election. They want people that's to think that Republicans... Are... <laughs> Listen... Hey, truth is stranger than fiction. We just really ate true, and I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm interested in what this investigation is going to yield. I know I was listening to like some bomb experts and people who kind of do this for a living. I don't know if they were with the FBI, but 
um, were explaining like how happy they are that none of the bombs actually detonated because they're able to then find more evidence that way, whether it be similar products or similar kind. Because they were the kind of bombs that when they deploy, they have like the projectiles. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they were definitely intended to inflict some major, major like just torturous damage to whoever it is. So they're trying to look to see patterns, and uh, I guess the labels were printed through. So they like testing inks and all types of stuff yeah. to figure out what's what. Um, so I, you know, I'm gonna sit back and watch. I don't really. I think my position on this is not anything that has to do with chickens coming home to roost. But I mean, shit. When you got these political heads, just kind of, I'm not gonna say running for their lives like I'm reveling in them. You know, being in life threatening situations. But yeah, yeah, yeah be sure, be sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be sure. We live our lives completely shook on a day to day basis. So. It's, I mean, as Dominique would call it, I don't, I think, I don't want to be dismissive when I say this, but I think he would call it political theater. Yeah. I mean, just in the sense that, you know, it doesn't affect the common person, at least not for right now. And I do agree with Dominique's argument that it could start to, right? I think there's a trickle down that says. I, I definitely <clears throat> that argument, though. I mean, seen, you know what I'm saying? and that was already right. the case when we saw, uh, you know, the, the, the Mustang get drove through a crowd of people yeah. in South Carolina. You yeah. know, we've already That's... seen that, like, the, the implications of. Yeah, they, 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 they about that, like. Yeah. I mean, and I finally, yeah. I had always heard the, of uh, the Proud Boys. Boys. Yeah. I, I finally watched a video of just some dudes talking, and I was like, this is crazy yeah. as shit. And so. All of this to say, like, there's a lot of complexities and stuff like that, but yeah. I, I mean, as yeah, much as I fear the local implications, I want to see the greater uh, picture. Com- completely on just, like, some sensational, on, on the contrary type shit, because I know, you know what I'm saying, when I put my more professional hat on, you know what I'm saying, and go to work, you feel me, I have heard about complaints about, you know what I mean, like, literally, you know what I mean, dudes, particularly white males, being like, shit, Donald Trump said it, authorizing said it was cool. So, like, literally being, like, groped a woman, you know what I'm saying, yeah. by her genitals at work, you know mm. what I'm saying? That's wild. Um, and, as, a, as, a, as a staff person at a university, you know what I'm saying? And like, to be for real, yeah, crazy. And, and to be for real, bro, like, this is what, when Donald Trump, the night he got elected, this is what fucked me up the most. This is what I knew. It was just yeah. like, now they're going to think it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really, I'm going to have to fuck somebody up. You feel me? Because, like, I, I'm, I'm just glad that I've been able to... We live in... Like, we live in California. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. I, mean, I feel like, to me, living, living, like, living down south, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of straggling between Oklahoma and Texas all the time. What I find the most interesting is I've always been a person that had, like, my little criticism or critique about, like, respectability politics or being politically correct. I find it hella funny, you know what I'm saying, how, like, over eight years... A whole bunch of like conservatives figured out a way to also hate respectability politics. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? Being yeah. politically correct, yeah. but for a whole nother reason. You feel yeah, me? Absolutely. For a while, you know what I'm saying? I did. Yeah. So I always find that just interesting. You feel me? Like, because then, because then I feel like Donald Trump becoming president. That's what, that, that's what that meant for them. Like, I ain't gotta be correctable no more. I ain't gotta be respectable no more. I ain't gotta be politically <laughs> correct. I can let these niggas know how I feel about them. Yeah. I can let these, you know what I'm saying, these cunts know what. I can just get more derogatory. You feel me? Look, I, I don't have crazy. to listen to you talking Spanish. That's the crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. You mad that oh, somebody's hey, speaking a different language? This is America. America first, you know what I'm saying? I'll let that shit, you feel me? Like, as a matter of fact, Phil, but keeping it in a buck with you, I know some people that that they like like some people in the hood, you know what I'm saying, that voted for Donald Trump and felt good about when they did it. Like I want, you know what I'm saying, like they felt like That's I want to get to the type shit. Like I want to stick it to the, to, you know what I'm saying, to to the, I want to stick it to the establishment. I mean, I just 
And we kind of like, what the fuck? Dominique, I guess this is a good time to plug, you know, Dominique's video. Like, he just posted a video on his political plug page that kind of criticizes people making dumbass moves like that because it just serves no interest to you and what you care about. What's your, what's your uh, Instagram page? At the political plug. Check up. it out. Like, I mean, the, the theme of the video is I'm not a Democrat, I'm black. Hey. Like, my nigga, like, understand that if you're going to walk in there like a proud nigga and cast a ballot, at least care enough about the implications of those decisions because these people don't care nothing about you. Right. Like, as much as don't nobody want to be a Democrat and much as you want to stick it to somebody, first of all, as we already seen, you can't be wasting ballots, boss. Like, that's yeah. not just the position we're in for you to just go in and make these very flippant decisions. But also, secondly, health care, uh, access to resources, the ability to kind of thrive all as that, entrepreneurs all and all young that. business owners and build the communities you want, have the schools that you want. All of that stuff is a part of the voting process. So mm. every time you think you're making a slick move voting from top to bottom, for people like Donald Trump or people who represent the Republican Party, like you're just not even voting for yourself. Be like, yeah. it's just you, 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 you yeah. hustling backwards. Is yeah. what they might say. Yeah, yeah, and like, and then you know, again with the plug, you feel me? Check out the video. All it is is explaining how yeah, you know I mean, we don't have to. Like I said, I don't have to defend Barack Obama. We don't have to defend Democrats. Yeah, you know I would. I didn't vote for. So, I didn't. I didn't vote, and I, I live in a blue state. But I and I so I didn't vote for a president, so I I, I could waste my ballot and not yeah. vote for Hillary Clinton because I knew how it was gonna shake down. So yeah. I didn't vote for her neither. You know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. vote for him, but I didn't vote for her neither because yeah. I made a strategic decision not to. And yeah. yeah, that's what a lot of that gets into. But but see now, but we in a position now we can see what what that the impact of that is. You feel me? I mean, like you said, you in a blue state. It wasn't Hillary Clinton was gonna win California. Period. Without Twitter and yeah. stuff. But I mean, it's not the, we just, we just gotta now understand like what are the implications of yeah, allowing yeah, the people live, we don't like to get in. I feel the opposite. Like I feel like shit. George George vote is going red. Mm. Every county went red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, every but, county went red. But like yeah. you said, but like you said last week though, George, straight up. But you still got you still need to vote for your uh, sheriff. You still need to vote for your uh, uh, yeah. school board, sure. all of that. You feel me? So, so yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's crazy times, crazy times, and uh, every ballot matter, man. Every ballot count. It's the ballot of the bullet, like Malcolm X say. But straight up, let's go ahead and keep it pushing. We got some heat. Let's let the slaps roll. You know what it is. You know we got it some is. heat. We got some slaps, and they kind of slaps, you feel me? But you know what I'm saying? I know if you're from, from down south, you probably feel like slaps. Like, what the hell is that? That just means the music gonna jam, you feel me? You're gonna be able to ride your slap, you know what I'm saying? Slow down and bang, hopefully, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and check it out, you feel me? And, and whatever information they give on the on, on, on the artist, you can just go holler at them on their page. That's hey, it. Straight up, we'll tell you, go ahead and let it ride, and we be back with the chopper. <laughs> All right, y'all, coming up is an artist by the name of Dash, representing the city of Las Vegas, Nevada. And just like that city, his lyrics never sleep. If you want to hear more from Dash, check him out on Instagram, at Backy, B-A-C-K-I-E, Dash, D-A-J, at Backy Dash, or just check him out on iTunes at Dash, D-A-J. Right now, you're listening to Backy on the Chop Up. Fuck sitting there late, that nigga getting paid, no time, no space. 
Dan Smith's got first class upgrade straight to the bay When I smoke my bitch smoke, she got cookies and cake Right back to the vein, right back to the vein Lot of moves out of state, then right back to the base You can stop the hustle for a little bit, then right back to the pay The way I'm out here after money, my first name should be Chase Yo name should be fake, yo name should be hate Batman wanna come through robbing, you better stay in your place Won't catch me slipping, ain't no joint without this pimping She clean them dishes, I clean paper recycling business Ay, I can say before I hit the back, y'all be tripping Fresh out the CBA meeting, counting up digits Some niggas in the league, some niggas in the streets Baby cracker with the beat, trying to make the bread grow like yeast I'm inside with the heat, looking out the window, I peep Dropping ash on the sheets, trying to think about bitches the least I need that house and I'ma flip it, I'ma just hit peas I know the owners keep going, nigga, I don't need sleep Ay, just like that, back and get back to the cheese Ay, just like that, back and get back to the cheese Concentrate on the cake, fuck sitting in late That nigga getting paid, no time, no space Ay, just like that, back and get back to the cheese Ay, just like that, back and get back to the cheese Chopped up and not slopped up. They gonna ask, hey, 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 how do I sit? What, what I gotta do to send my music in? Would you tell them, George? Hey, send it to the the, the chop up email at gmail.com, but make sure yeah. it's chopped up mm-hmm. and not slopped up. I mean, That's all you, know, you gotta do. Absolutely. So, I mean, what's good, Lee? Talk to us. So, you know, I'm coming in with y'all to with a little entertainment chop. <laughs> you know, so uh, recently there was a recording of. Um, Recently passed in June, Triple Extension or X Extension or Triple X or X. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a, I'm a, can I can I can I, can I put that? Can I put out the correct pronunciation? You're gonna put it out. That's a funny. X X Tentacion. X X X Tentacion. That's his name. Huh? Man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know. Uh, as we know, he had a very checkered past, a very controversial, you know, person when he was kind of on the music scene when he was alive. Uh, unfortunately, his life was taken back in June in a murder um, when they, I guess they tried to rob him. You feel me? Yeah, yeah I um, seen the video. Recently, though, there's oh yeah, I seen the video too. It was crazy. Like damn, you know what I'm saying? But recently, you know, there's been a recording that was leaked out on the internet of Triple Extinction. 
Or, or X, 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 we gonna, we gonna call, we just gonna call that man. We gonna call him Triple X. We gonna call him Triple X and move on. Yeah, we gonna call him Triple X. We gonna call him Triple X and keep it moving on. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he 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 made a confession. You know, and this is this is part of his his excerpt of part of what he said. He said, "I put my source of happiness in another person, which was a mistake initially, right? But she fell through on every occasion until now, until I started fucking her up, bro." I started fucking her up because she made one mistake. And from there, the whole cycle went down. Now she's scared. The girl is scared for her life, which I understand. You know what I'm saying? And what I find very, very, you know, just very kind of intriguing, but not in a good way, is just kind of how different individuals, you know what I'm saying, people that have platforms, people that don't have platforms, Mm -hmm. everyday people, people that's kind of, you know, kind of more celebrities, kind of how people are running to the defense of, triple x and, and, and basically not being able to kind of talk about the different ways he was messing people up or different things that he was doing because he's dead and we should respect the dead and this that and the other you know what i'm saying and but before we go like what how y'all feel about it? all right so the way that i think about it is you know you're not supposed to you know i mean you don't speak ill of the dead but shit the truth is the truth you feel me like you know i mean People who like we knew what the dude did, you know what I'm saying, and that's the that's the problem with like hip hop culture is like we we give way too many passes in general, you know what I'm saying, and so uh, it I, the people that that didn't like him, the people that already hated him, gonna continue to hate him. He he still deserves every bit of criticism. You feel me? Every anytime anybody speak out against incidents like that of somebody alive or dead, it's always valid. So. You know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, it's just that in, in terms of, you know, if somebody got, if somebody feels a way about it, you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? I think the thing that has thrown me off probably the most, and, and I'm about to even implicate myself a little bit, um, but there's, there, it is what it is, is like, even after and as a lot of this information has come out, because, I mean, information about him has been like circulating and kind of, you know, out there since he started getting popular, even though I had for a long time never even heard a song from the dude, like, but everybody was talking about him. I'm like, he's not even mainstream like that, so I don't really know why he's so popular. Um, But when he passed away is when his single got mainstream. So, like, Sad came out, um, and that's his song, and I'm not gonna lie, like, I listened to yeah, it. Yeah, it's slapped though. And it's slapped. Like, I don't really identify with the suicide if you ever let me go. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what am I? And so I, I, I often, when I listen to him, even question what I'm letting, you know, him sing to me. Yeah. And so it's really, it's this weird relationship that I've even built with the music, but like, the nigga went number one. Yeah. Like, I mean, his single, that, like, dying to do that to you. Yeah, but I'm just like, I'm wondering because it was so. The criticism of him was so strong and so loud even before he had passed away. He's in the same kind of fold as your Kodak. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, yeah. Kodak Black. Kodak Black. He's in the same genre with somebody else. Who's like, Uzi, uh, Uzi, Uzi. No, no, not Uzi. I feel, I feel, I feel uh, like what's not here really with Kodak, though. Kodak really, you know what I'm saying, really uh, uh, Takashi a modern, you know, Takashi trap gangster rapper. He ain't really into the emo. Well, no, what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not grouping them by genre. I'm grouping them uh, in terms of just them and the egregious things that they've done to people. It seemed like news uh, about yeah. them was floating around at the yeah. same time. Takashi 69 and him and his child pornography charges where he was in a video with a 13-year-old doing all types of crazy stuff. Uh, Kodak Black and what I think somebody was pregnant and whatever choked out or I don't even know if I'm mixing up with six nine like with a with a triple X but all of them 
were like problematic and it seems like in their problematicness as we learn more about them they got more attention and traction in the opposite direction like yeah. it's, uh, i was gonna say that it seemed they, like they got bigger because they was facing like uh sexual yeah, man, they charges man. i feel like they, they got they got a lot of clout because they controversy you know what i'm saying yes, uh, ultimately it's really what i feel like this this like what i find puzzling is that a lot of the people that i find kind of uh defending uh triple x and people like triple x be kind of the people that uh, kind of put on more of the persona to be about like social justice or being against violence or you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, caring about you know what I mean the, the domestic abuse or something like that and be like, but you, but you going all like to hell and like and back for for, for triple X. Yeah, everything can be justified, wow. bro. Everything can be justified, and that's why it's like it's hard with like taking certain criticism seriously, like. We could look at the Kanye conversation, mm-hmm. right? And not not to go all the way into it, but the the division with Kanye was the people who like appreciated his the music enough to be like, oh, I'm not phased by what he's doing, as opposed to the people like myself who just was like, what he's doing is too egregious to continue to listen. You know what Man, I mean? I'm gonna keep it a bug. Hey, now that you said that, I feel like everybody in Toya just named, they have a real particular appeal to, like, the mainstream masses of white people who mainly consume their music. And what we find that when white people have a a real big desire for something, whatever whatever service and or person they have a desire for have its ways of being able to kind of just not stick to shit. Yeah, it withstands all the criticism and all the whatever. If white people bang with it, it's going to be all right. Yeah, basically, you know what I'm saying. Simple, simple like and that's, that's, and, and that's because white people. That's because saying. white people are the are the, the group of people who like essentially really get passes on all that type of stuff. Like white people would be like, all right, yeah, racism, I, uh, especially like too. white, especially white males. That's why I mean, right? like, and that's that's usually my first comment. So I know people. how niggas think about it too. Niggas think about it in terms of like shit here in jail. All the niggas, I all the niggas I know, they do crazy stuff. He's going to get caught. They go to jail. Yeah. He ain't in jail. He's still torn. So he must be good. And or be like, shit. So then just be like, wow. That's I mean, volumes of how the type of person you is. But you feel me? That be too, you feel me? Like moralistic good for niggas. And niggas don't be trying to be good because good is being soft. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> and that's what blows my mind. Like, what does it say about us as people when these artists get stronger, get more powerful, get more traction, get more attention? I mean, and people will say, oh, well, you know, uh, Triple X girlfriend said it didn't happen like that. Woo, woo, woo. But now what? Now he's admitting. <laughs> George just quoted the man yeah. out of a video. Yeah. Of, uh, I didn't even get to the other part of it, like, like the confession. And then, you know what I'm saying? I can think he might have got charged for, like, stabbing three people. In this video, he stabbed, like, like he's confessing to really stabbing eight people and that the girl that the girl asked that he was beating seen him stab that eight people and that's the one of the reasons why she was so scared of him because she knew what he was capable of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So not only, you feel me, is he just doing gruesome shit, you feel me, because then, then we ain't even go, you know what I'm saying, like, we ain't got to go into too much of the video he made when he confessed to just uh, battering in, you feel me, somebody's head, somebody's skull, you know what I'm saying, in a jail cell because he felt like they was gay and they looked at him the wrong way, yeah. you know what I'm saying, which is like, nigga, what? That's crazy. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, all, and then the way he told the story, you feel me? It was so like grotesque. Real, like, it, was, it was so... Showing out to these like folks, bro, how you did that, fam? Like, me, wow, how you just sensationalized that murder, like, that, or that attempted murder, how you just did that. Like, let, and, and, and let me say this about, let me say this about the people that we, uh, the people that have, that feel a certain way about X being criticized, right? Dude is a public figure that y'all are elevating. You feel me? When you put yourself in the spotlight, you put yourself in the position for public to be criticized through public opinion. That's it. The, like the whole reason why you even relevant and talked about, regardless good, like regardless if it seems good or bad, is through somebody's opinion in the first place. So when they like, oh man, oh, why y'all talking about it? Because he did. But we talking about it because y'all still listening to the music. Let me let me also yeah, yeah. go ahead, Lee. I was like, ends. I mean, I can be, I can be reflective on it. You know what I mean? I recognize that it's easy for us to be critical of an artist that we don't really rock with, because you know what I'm saying. I think like, like all three of us don't really, we ain't never really listen to jam, though. You know what I'm saying? Triple X into that type of, you know what I'm saying? Emo pop shit like that. Hold on, hold on. But which one of us still listen to R. Kelly though? None of us. I don't listen to R. Kelly. Exactly. So yeah, we we know what we know what the fuck we doing, like. But though, but though, I do have an artist that I listen to that has done a whole bunch of crazy shit that I just I'm I listen I know, to. I know. You talking about Gates? Yeah, you talking about Gates. Gates, Kevin Gates just put out a mixtape, and I got you know what I'm saying. Like you feel me? And what I know it? for Luca, a fact, Luca you know Three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Luca Brasi Three. I'm a Janet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, you know what I mean? I can, I can, I can, I can implicate myself in this criticism. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I and I guess you feel me being biased, you know what I'm saying? The only thing I can say and justify, you know what I'm saying, in terms of you know what I'm saying, my shit, you know what I'm saying, with Kevin Gates' shit, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, I don't know if it make it any better, you know what I'm saying? It's something to do with something to do with He owned up to what he did. So, in terms of kicking a girl, right. you know what I'm saying? He going to jail for it, you know what I'm saying? I, and, but I got, a, I got a but, question about people who own up to shit, right? Because... And this is to tie some of this back to the triple X shit because the first people who go defend him go holler about how he was changing and how he was different and how, you know, he He was younger and problematic, but he's been growing and he's been touching and making changes and giving people stuff and donating stuff here and there and doing all this amazing shit. And, And I think the reason that it confuses me so much is those same people will criticize the whole boys will be boys kind of explanation for... Uh, you know why else. people do but here's here's another layer to it because as I kind of talked about on the last show I, I struggle with writing declaratively saying that people can't grow and change you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I'm in such it's almost like this prism of you know no matter which turn you have I really don't know how to deal with this nigga cause like yeah. maybe yeah, but at the same time like you ain't grew enough I don't know how much growing you could do to justify beating on this woman, you know, fear-mongering her, and doing so it, by stabbing eight other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, then I'm like, how do you, how much room do I give you to grow from that? Because that's just kind of so I think, I think that I think that at first I was giving them, I feel like I had, like, the empathy for it, you know what I'm saying, a little bit, because it was like, man, this is a black person, you feel me? True. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of us got a lot of demons that we carry around and make us do crazy shit, but then... I seen a meme, you feel me? And it's funny that I'm stuff like I'm saying a meme, but it's like I really seen the meme around the time that he died, you feel me? And the meme was just like y'all talking about how y'all y'all compare triple extension to, you know what I'm saying, Maya Angelou and Malcolm X and saying that, you know what I'm saying, they grew from this and grew from that. Remember Dylan Roof was only nineteen. 
And for me, right. that was just like, <gasps> damn. Yeah. That almost like to me that it took the cake, you know what I'm saying? And then and then and then I basically thought about it like shit. I hate to get all academic, but like it's basically some privileged shit y'all doing. Yeah. I got a whole bunch of potlets, you know what I'm saying? Man, I got a little cousin right now, you know what I'm saying? Shit, free little deep, you feel me? Shit. My little, you know what I'm saying? My little cousin ain't nothing but like shit. 19, doing 17 year sentence, you feel me? Yeah. So it's like shit. When nobody giving a damn about it, let him boys to be boys or shit. Exactly. He's going, he's doing better, he ain't got no guidance, he can you know what I'm saying? So it's like, shit, it's funny how we pick and choose what niggas got value and worth saving and what other niggas don't, you know what I'm saying, don't got value not worth saving, you feel me? Which is be some, it's always wild to me. You so know what I'm saying? I basically, that's what this conversation come down to, you feel me? But it's like, we dead. So, you know so, so this is the thing. So, so, let, so let's say this though, real quick. Because George, you already said, yo, kind of like, not necessarily guilty pleasure, but more so... Like the artist that you like, I do crazy shit, but you still rock with, is uh yeah. Kevin Gates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Gates, yeah. So we say he loves him, Gates. So who, who is yours? I don't really have one. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Number one, cause I don't fool with these niggas. Like <laughs> yeah. I really don't. I don't have faves. I don't have. Well, I, have I mean, well, it, didn't even, I, it didn't even necessarily got to be like a mu like like a music artist, sure. but just an individual. I a problematic sure. individual. <laughs> I think. I think. Who do I? Um. Okay. I. I'm. I'm choose a person who I think has a controversial past, and people don't really know what to do with. Like I bang with uh, Cat Williams a lot. <laughs> I, I agree with him a lot. I, I think, think he's real as hell. I think, I think he was on the right side of right when he fought that kid. Like, <laughs> I feel so, but I, I like. Oh, he, he, he should have lost. Yeah. But I, but I, but, but I want to make us. You know what I'm saying? I don't want us to start. You know what I'm saying? Conflating. You feel me? Like you know, just people being uh, you know in, in civil, right? Doing taboo things with you know what I'm saying sexual assault True. or domestic abuse or you know what I'm saying. But no, that's what I'm saying. Just problematic. Killer, like, being a killer. But you know she's saying, saying you know, yeah, yeah, all of it is problematic. But you saying you, you, you cut people like you cut people off. We don't even get to that 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 point. Like, I do, but I also don't have that relationship to art, artists and celebrities where I don't already anticipate that you are trash and they're just very yeah. talented in a way that people have discovered. Right. That's why, like, I I mean, in the same way, I don't like. I've never and could never, I think, fall apart about a celebrity passing away. Like I worked at a radio station when Michael Jackson died. I was interning at. Uh, a radio station in Kansas City that summer. 103? Uh, no, it wasn't 103. It was... 95.7? 95.7. Okay. Um, I had interned yeah, that summer. Yeah, real Michael Kansas Jackson City shit. Passed away, right? Um, and it was crazy as hell for me to sit... Because, I mean, hey, people were hurt, y'all. Okay, I'm me... talking about walking past my... Dinner. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. he was just yeah. a nigga who could sit... Like, I just don't have that relationship to where... I got to stick with you and ride with you yeah. and stand so for like, you. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me, so, so let to, to, to let me put my yeah. It, that's actually a good segue for who, who's my problematic person. Right on, Michael Jackson. Like, well, <laughs> like I, I was one of those people who was in tears, yeah, yeah. laying on the couch. Why? Because as a kid, I was like the one person I want to meet when I grow up is Michael Jackson. You feel me? So that was like the one. That was one of the first times I was like, yo. The goal, like that was my my sister, my older sister called me like, "Are you okay?" Cause she just knew, she, knew. she just knew. But but what what fucked me up, what always fucked me up about Michael Jackson was, of course, the shit about the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, of course. Now me, the way I saw it in my head is, okay, this is how I justified it, right? Dude didn't have a childhood, like, and he ended up like from the time that he was like before he was a preteen, 
He was one of the biggest stars in the world. True. That could do something. You know what I'm saying? That could do something to a nigga mentally. You feel me? Now that could do something sexual too. You, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I ain't going that direction. I just I want to I, I, I want to do a similar. It's a mental disorder. Yeah. You know what I'm but 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 I wanted to just I wanted to. It's easy. It was easier for me to assume the other way because it's Michael Jackson. So I just, so I, I want to put I put myself out there. You got George. I got I, yeah, Kevin Gates. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. I also I pick hey, I, I pick a, I pick a music Kevin. artist. I pick a music artist too that I'm not gonna say I have fidelity to this nigga because he kind of has fallen off just generally and people don't jam with him. I think he released a forty something song album recently. Chris Brown. Yes. <laughs> Breezy. Yeah. Yes. Hey, that's another good. One. Also, that's somebody good one. who. That's another good. I mean, one. I'm not gonna lie. After yeah. the shit with yeah. Rihanna, I wasn't done with the nigga. Yeah. I was much okay. Okay. About yeah. It. Yeah. But yeah. I see. I, I can't, can't lie and say I didn't keep. He disappeared for a little bit. Came back. Yeah, I mean, but also he Rihanna. Back. You said what? Yeah, I mean, back, back. He been back. He I mean, back. I wanted him to beat up Soldier Boy so bad in Dubai, and that fight never happened. And I was like, oh, all right. But I, I, I mean, okay. So George, tell, tell us this, and we are gonna go ahead and slide out though. But what do we do with these with these problematic artists? Like, what is what? Are we just somewhere in the gray? Is that basically what we agreeing to? I think I think I feel like we're somewhere in the gray. I think the only thing I can say that's straightforward is that. Uh, we got to be careful on what we justify, but we also got to be careful in what we kind of who who we deem irredeemable, what we de- what we deem irredeemable, what we deem them irredeemable before. Because we all got to remember, you feel me? As the the people we stand right now, you know what I'm saying? In 2018, you know the same people we was, you feel me? Also, but also, true, you know what I'm saying? True. That don't make us immune or not accountable or responsible for none of the decisions that we made. That, that got us to this point. True. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically the area where, 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 where we're basically at. Yeah. I mean, and if we, if we lived and, under a magnifying glass, we might be saying too. It's like, you know, it is what it is. True. Yeah. Well, shoot, uh, it sounds like a good opportunity for some jams. Hopefully, none of the people we play on this here show will be <laughs> under any sense of deep controversy. But it don't matter. Either way it goes, we're going to play the slaps. We're going to let it do what it do. And if you got some, you know what it is, the top up email at gmail.com. That's what this person did. So go ahead and let this jam ride. We're going to come back to you with more of the chop up. The chop up. Shout out to all of my producers and beat makers out there. This next track is one of your very own. Representing the Inland Empire in Southern California is an artist who goes by the name of Scout, and this track is called Mary and Max. If you want to hear more from Scout, just check out their Instagram at scout.sos or on Spotify and Apple Music at Scout Act 1 or Scout Act 2. Act 2 just dropped today on Halloween, so make sure you go and check that out. Again, this is Mary and Max from the Inland Empire. You know who it is. It's Scout right here on the Chop Up.
All right, y'all, we are back with the chop up. We're going to go ahead and tie it up real quick. I know you've been jamming, so make sure you come with, you know, the music of your own. If you have something you want to put on the show, the chop up email at gmail.com. At gmail.com. We're going to go ahead and slide, though. It's a little echo in here. No, it's just I'm, it's me being corny. Um, but we're going to slide into the reality chop real quick. Reality. And I have, I'm going to lighten up the, the mood. We didn't talk about Triple X. We didn't talk about what's happening with all these bombs and stuff going around. But one of the things I've been thinking about a whole lot, especially living, you know, 2,000 miles away from where I grew up, you know, having to get resituated. And, you know, over the last, what, three and a half, four years, I've been out here in California chilling. And so I've had a lot of time to think about adult friendships. Or at least being an adult and looking at what friendships are, what they mean, kind of how we should be navigating them. You know, you got everything from social media apps like Meetup and, you know, social stuff that's like set up for you to go find friends if that's your swag. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, for some people it's the club scene. For some people they got little activities and stuff like that they get into. The bar. (laughs) But either way it goes, you know, like, I mean, I guess my question to y'all excuse me, and thinking about, like, the importance of friendships and the significance of having them and healthy ones and all of that, it's like, what's y'all relationship to friends? You know what I'm saying? We, we, we have romantic relationships. We have, you know, familiar relationships. You know, George, you got your own family. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there are a lot of already, uh, this your relationship thread is already kind of tied up a little bit. What do friendships mean for y'all now? Well, I say, with, like, both, with both me and George, are married, so it means something a little different. Um, but in 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 general, it's like we got like permanent friends. Like you feel me? Like George got two permanent little friends. You feel me? <laughs> and then and then he got a, he got a permanent adult friend, and I just got and I, I'm I'm blessed because like you know I feel like my wife is my best friend anyway. So we we kind of have like a more friend based relationship uh, to where it's like I don't really. I don't miss my friends too much. Right. You, me? Cause Cause you, you got one of your friends right there. Yeah, yeah, and she fine. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, but at the same time, right? Um, the it, it's like it's kind of cliche, but it's real. Like at this age, because we, you know, we we are older now. Uh, at this age, how you know your real friends is when y'all link up after you ain't seen each other. In, Six yeah. six months, a year, two years, and it ain't like you know you ain't skipped the beat. Yeah, you feel it me? And ain't so, all weird and like mm, yeah, right. well, yeah. That, and so that's what all that matter to me. If I can see you and it's just like nigga, let's do what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we just keep it rolling. You know what I mean? But I, I'm also blessed because my partner since high school. Yeah, you feel me? Is in the same. Yeah. I'm sitting right next we to were, him. We were children. We yeah. were young children. Young children. <laughs> young yeah. children. I mean, it's true. Y'all been yeah. rocking since college, and we getting old. College college was a while ago now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, college, we're starting to get up. Friendships, you know what I'm saying, with like kind of like my high school buddies, you know what I'm saying, my wife, you feel me? 
feel me? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've been doing yeah for them in 10 years. Yeah. Then I got the, the people that I kind of mess with from an arm distance, you know what I'm saying? I got the people that I, I kind of mess with a little bit, but I like hit them up if I'm bored. They hit me up, they bored, and if we free to hit chill, we, we might hang, but it's not really, you know what I'm saying? So you feel me? You know, it's just, you know, so I feel like in my adult life, that's what I, that's what, that's, that's what I find, especially being kind of like secluded in like a college town where everybody, they moved away. Yeah, like that's the thing about a college town. It's too many memories. It, it just wouldn't feel right. I mean, I went back after grad school, went back to, you know, to where I went to undergrad to work for a year. And it was it was weird because I knew it was crazy because, like, I knew where all the friends would be. Right, all where all my friends where we used to hang out, we used to kick it, you know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of memories there and stuff I wanted to rehash. But all the friendships in there was my students. Like, I'm like, I can't even come here no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't where my friends is going to be at. Like, yeah. I realize now that things have changed. And so that's almost a part of why I went ahead and slid out. Of course, you know, as much as Norman ain't huge, Norman is also not Emporia, Kansas. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I imagine there's a little bit more opportunity. You can get the stuff a little bit quicker to go kind of kick it and chill. But I, I guess, so, because... I would imagine, if you're anything like me, at least, as life changes for you and maybe people come and go, they move away, they pass, change, people get married, people have children, you know, there are either intentional attempts to go make friends and build friendships or mm. friendships just kind of happen. You know, like George mentioned, people you work with, people you cross paths with, yeah. you know, whatever, they just kind of organically, you know, develop out of somewhere. So, do y'all feel like it's... it's difficult to make friends as adults like in my experience it's kind of hard to be like so you want to be my friend well like you cool but you want to hang out outside of this space so how do y'all feel about making friends so so i've had some cool so all right again me and my wife have been together seven years we only got married like what in april you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but but we've been together for a minute so uh one cool thing cool way we made like a a a group of friends when we were in illinois Mm -hmm. I was working at a, a furniture store, <laughs> and this uh, a black woman came in to buy. It was a younger black woman. She came in to buy some furniture, and she was real cool. She was like, "I'm gonna bring my husband in." So she brought her husband in. We started talking basketball. Right on. And uh, it was like around New Year's. Like I sold them their furniture. They kept coming back. I pretty much sold them their entire uh, apartment. But like after we kind of developed that rapport, it was like, "Yo, would you want to come to?" A uh, New Year get together that we have, and then you know that's like that's one of those instances where it's kind of like I right, that's like somebody pretty much asking you, mm-hmm. do you want to be an adult friend? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, feel right. yeah, yeah. And it was cool though because it was just like yeah, we showed up, uh, we got tied with uh, him and his wife, and then we actually even made another group of friends that uh, that that we've been tight with. They came out here to visit us and everything uh, since then. So. It's, it's 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 those random instances where where, that, where those type of things happen, but when they when they do happen, uh, it, it's it's hella cool. Yeah, I what else? okay. I'm we, an what old nigga. I'm like, an old nigga. Like, like, it I, is. Like I, I just I just kind of got into the 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 work full time, so it's kind of like uh, kind of weird sometimes. Basically. Uh, kind of navigate people like at work, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to like figure me out. I'm trying to figure them out in terms of like, I don't even know, like, why do you want to talk to me at work? Exactly. <laughs> I want to have a <laughs> with me. 
Yeah. Like me, like me and this older white dude say it work. You know what I'm saying? Like I usually, you know what I'm saying? I, I guess think, think about it kind of like some nigga shit. I usually go in there and just be like, hey, my earphones is for like I went there one time. Like, my earphones is for my phone, but it's iPhone. I'm probably listening to something on on the computer, but it's but it's working. I'm putting together. Can I use your earphones? Yeah, no problem. You know what I'm saying? He must have finally said something to me today about uh about like what my position is, something like that. So I must have told him. I think it must have made his ears perk up. He must have told me that he in like grad school, even though he's like older. Mm-hmm. He, he doing this this uh, dissertation over like gender and like heavy metal rock or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, I must have I must have plugged him like oh word like yeah I know about that. Must you know what I'm saying? Kind of I guess I guess kind of flexed a little bit. But then I told him uh, about you know what I'm saying street academics episode. Like man, I got this new episode. You know, I got this series called Street Academics where I take, you know, uh, urban kind of street, you know what I'm saying, stuff that, like, black people talk about or, you know, Shameless club. academic stuff, hey. and, you know what I'm saying, about black women and do we love them, you know what I'm saying, what they can do for us. And he was like, wow, that's, you know what I'm saying, he must start talking about being a first-generation student. So most of it was like, it was, it was like a real, like, awkward experience for a minute. Yeah. Because I feel like we both had predetermined, you know what I'm saying, like, shit, I... And it was obvious that both of us was wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it, it, it's like we all, like, navigate professional spaces at this point. Yeah. And so the, the problem is, is making friends with white people. <laughs> like, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Like, I, it's like, how do I, what do we have in common? Well, you know I mean, because I usually, generally, if I'm making friends with white people or just people that I'm different from, I find myself in often interesting opportunities to, like, be friends with men. Like, I have a very kind of fluid uh, personality perception, so I chill with the girls, I chill with the dudes, like, it's whatever. And I find myself either gravitating toward cooking or um, sports as a way to, I'm like, hey, you watch basketball? Oh, you like football? Okay, well, I cook a lot. These are some like I mean, there are different ways that I kind of weave it in, but those tend to be my go tos. Like if we talk, and I like kind of how you talk, and we have a good time, I'm like, hmm, what context can I get you in that's not weird or awkward that I feel like you know whatever. I also live in the state of California, so I'm like, do you partake? That is also another (laughs) easy way to start to chip away at what's really good. Because if you do that, then almost anything is tolerable. We can watch some shit. We can just kind of chill and talk and drink some wine or something that's not wine. Like, it is what it is. Like, but that's also something. Must be nice, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you, brother. But look, it's what, what, what? That's not even the conversation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, nah. That's can be the police. Definitely. But what fucked me up, though, what fucked me up, though, is when I'm trying to make friends with, like, not even just, not even just white people, but in, in, in people different from different backgrounds who really uh, don't, you know, have the same dialect, you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you get a little too comfortable, and you, you know, I, I, I would use some country slang, and uh, they hit you with the, what? huh? Yeah. You feel me? And then I just gotta be like, uh, uh like, this one girl I work with, I, in the morning, I, I was like, hey, what's good? And she's like, um, I don't know how to answer that. And I'm like, okay, no worries. It's just like, hey. <laughs> it's just, don't hey. Don't stress yourself out. How's it going? Right. You feel me? It's, you know, you, it's, 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 it's a rhetorical question. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, it's not one to answer. You don't have to think too hard about that one. Just nothing, right. nothing much. Right, exactly. Nothing it's, much. It's, 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 it's how you do it. I know in my line of work, we're doing like, like facility workshop like, like in the workplace, like the word looking for you, like cultural competence. Yeah. Seeing just how the, like the main ways that cultural competence go, 
know what I'm saying? So, like, when I do so, so with the hits, so this is I'm talking about with, the, uh, with my coworker. He was trying to see how, you know, competent I was in the, and what he was into culturally, you know what I'm saying? And I think they, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what we were trying to figure out. Like, Definitely. But, I mean, I don't know. I like Dominique is in the legal field. We both work in academia. I think the the challenge for me sometimes is that because I both work in academia and am a professor, but I also don't have a PhD. Is like I sit and talk and am around, whether it be caught on the elevator or in a empty hallway or something like that, with like doctor this and doctor that. And so there is pressure. I mean, definitely indirectly, it's in the back of, I think, both of our minds, but, you know, kind of the ability to sound like I sound like you, like, hi, good morning, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you so much. No, it's awesome. Our classes are going great. We actually have speeches today. What's happening in your class? Right? Like, I have to kind of talk in a way and communicate and engage in a way that makes friendships completely undesirable, because I don't have to be a stick in the mud, I don't have to be a stick in the mud in your ass, uh, or with your ass. Like, my, I have the same relationship with, like, friends. 
I don't want to be your friend. Like, I don't think we need to overlap. I see you here, and then we leave, and I see you more. And I, you know, if anything, I'm just not going to find friends here. But I struggle, too, because I also realize I'm probably not going to find my favorite person in the world, like, at the club. Like, that's just, and it's just oh, yeah, me. Yeah. You know, I think it's my age. I think it's my, my personality and my speed. I just don't have that relationship to the club. And so, I'm also not going to find my friends there. It's just a really weird challenge of finding buddies. But I also don't have a lot of time for a lot of friends. So, you know. Yeah, because adult friends, adult friends take a lot of work. Yeah. They, they take a lot of work. Because you got, like as an adult, you got too many responsibilities to be like, all right, I'm going to dedicate my time to somebody who's not essential. You, you feel me? And so, it's like really... Taking that time out to spend time with just somebody else, it's not it's not an easy task. So as an adult, it, it really gotta be it really gotta be worth it. I well, I mean, so George, tell me this then: if you, as an adult, looking at you know your life and your reality and what you're doing and your schedule and everything like that, what do you look for in the friendships that you do create? Right? Say you get a new buddy. Say somebody is cool, they chill. Like what they got to respect. They- on how my priorities is. You know what I'm saying? If you can't, you can't be piss you off or annoy you. But say my wife, how I drop everything. Shit, I can't, I can't be vibe with you or my kid or something, something happened with my kids. You know what I'm saying? I can't really, you know. So it's like you gotta be able, so you gotta be willing to navigate around. When I have to spend time with my family. Spend time with my family. When I have to do something for my family. You know what I'm saying? Or when I have to go to work. Shout out to Cameron G. Uh, those are the other three kind of best friend gang gang click clicks 
uh, that I'm in that that really kind of hold me up and hold me down. But you know, I think what y'all ended up saying is ultimately true. As adults, we need friends. Uh, get out your shell. Say what's up to somebody. Don't make friends at your job. It is not safe. Uh, you don't need people knowing that part of your life for real like that. But also, if you got a homie, you know, people be having work wives and work husbands. That's a whole nother conversation. I feel like in terms of whether that's legit business. But, you know, build meaningful relationships. Get out of your circle. Your family ain't going to always do it. You need an escape plan. You need somebody who you can say, hey, pull up on me and get me up out of here. And uh, ultimately, you got a friend in Toy G. Uh, friend in me. Hey, on some friend Toy Story shit. Hey, hey, friends. Hey, ha, 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 hey. Hey, make sure it's chopped up and not slopped up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my wife and my kids. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Most definitely. Everybody down in Bryan College Station, Texas. You feel me? Now it's around the area. It's the whole nine to the nine. You feel me? You know, party home with always ripping Bryan, Texas. Most definitely. Absolutely. Shout out to Brooke, Lindsay, Kimbrough. My best friend right now too, and you know what I'm saying I don't want to lose my life. Look, I already called my wife. My be- <laughs> I already called my wife my best friend. So hey. too. She got a whole friend. segment. I'm gonna look out for him. Well, Sue, it's been an amazing show. Uh, definitely want to leave on a note of just cherishing y'all's friendships, cherishing these relationships, and definitely these conversations. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode of the Chop Up. We get into whatever it is, entertainment, uh, tech, media, sports. We got everything right here. You know what it is. And we got the music. The Chop Up email at gmail.com is where you should hit us up at if you have submissions. And until the next time, you already know what it is. We out of here. This is the Chop Up. Chop Up. This is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically cause on the mic, on the phone, we have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media and you can chop up any day cause you can stream us in any place and then I say I was KMG the coolest Had to reel you in if you never knew us Straight from Dallas, Texas making OG maneuvers And this is a recording with no one